Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Yep, it's Sam and Greg. We're here on a Saturday. Yeah, it's from 8 o'clock. Are you gonna, we're going to be here until noon. Hope you're, you know, enjoying the day. Hope you're putting up with us. Having fun. <laughs> well, I'm working on this because burning we thing, are. man. Yeah, I am. But I'm work. I just realized I got. I need some do? help. What did Y'all, you do? What have you done? I well, I didn't know I was doing it, but you know, Uh-oh. I told you I got a present and it's phone. But I was trading my other phone, and I found out I never heard this term "burn in." Y'all, I need some help with burn in. My other phone had. And they, they said there's various reasons for it, but you can't then trade it in for what you want because it's got this thing on it. Oh. And yeah, bur- I never heard of burn in before. All right. Like I got burning issues. Help us out. You want folks to call you? I want folks to just, yeah. yeah at, Greg, at, uh, four, four, seven, four, no, 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 no. We don't do it on the air. Just, at, you know, get cast with Greg. And get cast with Greg. Yeah, or greg.clarksonodyssey.com. Or send it to me. At, at yeah, Sam, or send it to or, Sam. Or at Sam Crenshaw 23. <laughs> we'll help him out. Hey. We'll help this guy out. Happy. Tw- well, wait, wait, it's top of the hour. I'm going to save this for a second. Good morning, Georgia. I wonder if you're going to do that. Morning. <laughs> yeah, I just did it. And, and, and a happy morning. And a new year to you folks in Cartersville. Wonderful Cartersville. Wonderful up on the other side of the lake. Yeah. You're going to have to go up 75. One with the hurricane. Purple hurricane. The purple hurricanes? Yeah, man. Okay. You do that. Trevor Lawrence and all them folks. He about to make it to the playoffs. He about, did he get paid yet? He get paid yet. No, I mean, he gets, when's his next big con- is uh, He's got a minute to go. He, he got, just, he got yeah, a year or two yeah, left? Yeah, he just, he just I got I thought this is going one, one more year because this would be his third year next year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after that, then he gets paid. Speaking of people getting paid. So he gets into the playoffs. He's going to really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know. And he, he's, he, he's, he's got he, a coach well, now. Yeah, he had, right. He had, he, had, he had to get a coach. <laughs> that's you kind know, of a, a, a mid-technicality with him. You yeah. know, they, they got him a coach. Not George, but Doug Peterson. Yeah, um, Speaking of quarterbacks looking to get paid, I never knew that these two were born on the same day. But celebrating a birthday today, Lamar Jackson and Ozzie Albies. Both 
26 years old. Okay. Today. Okay. There you go. Well, one we hope is is, is getting healthy this offseason, man. Yeah. Man, you know. Well, uh, he's 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 got in uh, what Lamar wants. Oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But this is the year that if everybody stays healthy, everybody stays healthy. You know. It could be a return visit. I mean, getting there, knocking on the door, and one superstar is down, or that superstar is down, and you know, there's been movement with the teams ahead. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with Philly this year, but I, ain't, I, don't, I don't care nothing about what the Mets got with Scherzer and Verlander. Let them dudes stay healthy. Let them old folks, you know, be healthy in playoff time. Yeah. We know they're, you know, we know they're bulldogs during the year, and if they get to the playoffs, then there's some trouble possibly. Verlander, yeah, Scherzer, ain't worried about him. He's 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 faulting up, but I'm not worried about the Mets again. I told you that beginning of last season, yeah. and they faltered toward the end. We will see. We, we can't wait. I mean, and it'll be here before you know it. We're weeks away from everybody's heading heading off to uh to spring training, and we think about it. We, it it'll be here in a matter of weeks, and in the coming weeks, we're going to try to hear, check in with some of our folks. We got this uh, bumper crop, if you will, of young baseball talent that's coming from the Metro Atlanta area. Um, you know the draft. Draft last year, the first two rounds, a number of players who had their roots in areas. So we're going to try to check in with some of these folks before they head off to spring training and let folks hear from them, and then we can follow their progress this year and see how they do. We had one, you know, last year, you know, Michael Harris shows up, right. local product, you know, drafted, and, you know, skips AAA, comes up to Atlanta, big hit, rookie of the year. Um, there's more where he came from. And so, and so, man, we've talked to some of the people who work with them on our show have been on with us to talk about working with these young people and uh, and getting them to play this game and play it at the highest level. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the future, and it's, folk, it's our home, folks. Speaking of baseball players, the, one of the most talked about iconic SI covers of all time featured a guy whose birthday would have been today. Well, actually, he might still be with us. I'm not too sure. But one of the most famous covers of all time. Tony Canigliaro, okay, Boston baseball player. Mm-hmm. After being beaned, yeah. had a classic black eye. No, it wasn't just a black eye. That, <laughs> that was that was. It was a class. Well, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You remember it. Yeah, and you can Google that. And yeah. but that he he took a, put his hat on, makeup on, and had that black eye. That was I will never forget that yeah. picture that yeah. cover. But his career was never the same. After no, it that. wasn't. It was never it, the same. It really it really wasn't. So. Uh, listen, we are going to talk to, uh, coming up later on this hour, if you've been watching the coverage on ESPN of, of what's been going on with DeMar Hamlin up in Cincinnati and, and the cut-ins they have done, well, you've probably seen our 1040 guest. And I did not know that Mr. Crenshaw knew this guy, but uh, Coley Harvey is going to join us, the mm-hmm. reporter who is up in Cincinnati. He's still up there in Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Been living still, up there. Still outside the hospital. So he's going to join us to talk about his week. Been there since Monday night. And Deshaun Tate is going to join us. We are going to talk college basketball with Deshaun. Now, he can talk some NBA, but he really gets worked up into a lather when it's talking about college. And we haven't talked much college, and we want to find out what's going on because it's about to be their time of year. I mean, it already is their time of year. It is. And and, and some different faces are at the top compared to the people that we normally see in terms of college basketball. I think number one right now is like Purdue. I mean, North Carolina, you know, they hit the elevator shaft and (laughs) dropped way down. I mean, uh, so you, 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 you're watching this season to see who's going to be Kentucky and been there. You go up toward the top and you got people like Alabama and you got people like you know, Tennessee, Arkansas. Um, so it's, it's pretty remarkable the teams that we've seen this Georgia team 
at 11 and 3. This is a transfer reporter squad. I mean, we got some guys that were drawn in the transfer portal. I got to tip the cap to Coach Mike White. He knew what he was doing coming in here from Florida to get this turn, get this uh, you know team going in the right direction, get people excited about it. It's amazing when you have something like what's happening with Georgia football and the impact that it can have on your other sports. It becomes a place to be. Right now, Alabama's basketball is happening. Alabama's basketball is happening. Right. Alabama's a place to be. Georgia's basketball right now. You know, it, well, it's, we saw it, that with Duke. If you, you know, they made some noise right, on the football field they, for a minute, right? You know, but but I'm just saying, all of a sudden, it becomes a place to happen. And Duke is, is still a place that it's a small enrollment, and to get there, you got to be doing a certain thing. The, the beauty of Georgia, a place like Georgia, with people who haven't gone or haven't gone with a child over there to to possibly enroll, is whatever you want to major in, they got it. Right. And that's the other thing that makes Georgia so appealing is whatever you majoring in. You can go there, and they can, or if you're transferring in from somewhere, chances are whatever you made, they, they got it there. And so that's one of the things that makes it a, a, an attractive spot. Now you got your athletics up there. You got money flying through the air to upgrade all your facilities and everything for all your sports. Who don't want to be, be in on a place like that? So, well, I mean, you would think. Be, you would th- We say that about the pro teams, too. I, I get your point. What I, but, and, and the point I was trying to make earlier, though, was that as far as them being – relevant now, college basketball, that is, is because everybody waits till football's over with. When football's done with, there's a, there's, unless there's you're a lot Duke. more eyeballs. Unless you're at Duke. Well, I imagine there's some other schools, uh, but in, overall. In Indiana. <laughs> right, if you're at Duke in Indiana, you like you like waiting Kansas. You wait, Although Kansas got off to a good start football, you wait no basketball season. Huh. Football is something you, you endure, you tolerate. That's what until that is our guess. That is our 10-20 guess is like that. He puts up with football until yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basketball starts. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame, 929thegame.com. Uh, we talked earlier about how all-time greats love taking the two Atlanta teams, and LeBron was no exception last night. Doing it once again. The, the Lakers with the win for the second time. Hey, hey, let me stop you. What was that with Stetson Bennett hanging out at, at uh, Is that? Is that, that Santa oh, Monica? Oh, that's his old man? That's Santa Monica. I thought he was out there hanging with his father. Yeah, Santa Monica Pier. He had a three after his name. He, he got a four after his I didn't his see name. that that's, that's a three after his name. So, he looked just like yeah, his daddy would have had on. That's Santa Monica Pier out there. I, I know that. that. So, yeah, that's kind of what. Hanging out there. It's, and the sun's up. I thought it was yes, still, it still be dark. That water is, <laughs> you could probably ice skate on that water. It's so uh, cold. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, so, no, so, I know. This so, time, Southern no. California. It's, 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 it's cold it's, as can be. It's cold, but not as cold as it would be. Anyway, like. I thought that was him hanging out. Where do you think yeah. they went? Hmm? Where do you think they went? They went to? The, the team. When they got to L.A., oh, they where went, do you think? A little, probably, you know, little they sightseeing they places. Probably, nah, they probably went straight to the stadium. They've been there for a, a, a while. I'm no, they haven't. No, the team just got there. No, but it's not, it's not like last year. It's not like last week. Okay, but I'm the saying they're there them. now. The game's on Monday night. They're team going. got there like four days ago, Sam. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes, they got there like four days ago. The teams got there yesterday. Two to one, Greg and Eric over Sam. Get no, I'm not. You you coming with vengeance? Prove the, it to them. Okay, I'll find it. Prove it to them. And if you're wrong, you got to fall on that. See, there's teams got there. Yesterday. Just because they loud does and say it with conviction doesn't mean you're right. I learned that a long time ago. It's not. This is not like last week. Okay. Last week was What's like was like Super about? Bowl. The I team, thought it was earlier this team, week. To be honest with you, the teams came here and stayed for a whole week last week. This is a business trip. Oh, I understand that. They're going out there. They're going. They, they're not sightseeing. Okay. They're going out. They're going to play the game. They're going to get on the plane and come back home. Did right. you, Did you notice I, I got I got off the roller coaster there? Right. And the air go. To, <laughs> I got just, once, when saying. you said that the way yeah. you did. I was thinking teams. of something. I said, oh, maybe I'm wrong here. Teams flew in yesterday, but he's coming in. There. 
Anyway, all right, let's assume that's a they got trip. here. They, they, of they, they, a got that, they got there, they went straight to the stadium. They went there for two. We just saw it on the Last ESPN. week was a business trip, too. Yeah, but they you were here for a week. I they get that. Around. They went to that was also a business trip. Stuff. No, I'm mean, just saying, if you were in town for more than a couple, three days in L.A., where would you take the team? You're the coach. Where would you take them? You're going to take them to practice and to the hotel. So you're not going to do any sightseeing nope. in L.A.? Even if it's a business trip, None. you could go and, and meet with it's, some. It's, 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 it's not designed for that. Today they're going to load them up. Matter of fact, in, a, in a just a little while, they're going to load them up on buses. They're going to have the media day. They're going to take them over to wherever they're going to take them. I don't know if they're going to take them into to SoFi or if they're going to take them to the, uh, the crypto, crypto, which used to be. What the? What? the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they renamed the, it, what you call it? The Staples Center. Yeah. They, they might take them there and just scatter them around the room and media go and well, talk Lakers to them. Lakers will probably play. They're going to have that. No, the Lakers played last night and the Clippers going to play the Hawks. I bet tomorrow. they were a little upset that they didn't get there for the Hawks game. The Georgia players. The Georgia players could have helped the Hawks maybe a little bit last night. <laughs> let's, 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 hope, let's hope it rubs off on them. They can beat the Don't Clippers be sitting tomorrow. back there delaying. You got to come in here and apologize to Mr. Crenshaw? No, I'm just saying they didn't. You got to have You can't y- be. Y- yes, I do. Okay, I saw another report. You know, he's right. They landed in LAX yesterday. Yeah, man. They, 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 this is a business. And, and Kirby did a this big old a, press conference right there on the tarmac. Yep, he talked on the tarmac. I, I learned I, that when Sam says a certain thing, then I, I know I'm wrong. Yeah. And I back off, but yeah. you came. You came with both barrels, so I was letting you go down this rabbit hole by yourself. <laughs> I was listening to an. Okay, I, I can't quote the source, but I heard another report that said Georgia left early and was already in. No, well, they were wrong. Yeah, they no. sure were. They were wrong, no. big time. You Nobody. get, you find that dude where he lives and go ring his doorbell and run. <laughs> no, this is a different trip, man. This is a different. And you, and you would think this being the championship game. You will get the longer time. Yes. Compared to last week, where you know Ohio State hit town that Sunday night for a game that was Saturday night. Ohio State was here for a full week. There's something week. also to be you know? said for people staying in certain locations. Say what you will, but if somebody tests positive, they ain't playing. It may not. You may not have the severity that you had with other variants, but if you test positive, you not playing. L.A. Is, is is a certain kind of approach to this thing, and maybe Kirby and the boys said, we're not going out there to hang out and go play. So that is another why I kind of, you know, understand least, your bigger yeah. point of going out there for a short period of time as opposed to the way they used to do it and, and stay out there. Just go, go I, there, I, I, get acclimated you know, I, to the I, I West Coast think, time. I, I, I don't think play. they – I don't since they've been playing this, this college football playoff championship game, I don't think they've stayed a long time at any time that they've gone. I think that for the championship game, it's been a short stay. It has not been like a regular bowl game where you go and do all the, you know, go and. I just feel uh, like when it was they, here, you know, the folks were here in town for longer than the just fans a may days. have been. The fans may have been here. <clears throat> now the fans, people going to go out to L.A., they've been, you know, because they, they, the Georgia fans, they got the money to travel. They didn't have to travel for last week, so they sitting on some bank to travel on, right? <laughs> Because they drove in for the, they drove in last week oh, for the so game, right? The traveling expenses of <laughs> this time of year. They, they had, okay. Hey man, Santa Claus just left. I don't mean everybody got, got well, I'm, right. Know, so right, loose so change. That's why I'm so, saying found, found some change between the sofa cushions. <laughs> between the sofa you know? cushions and to they, make this and trip. they definitely going to the high rent district. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So I'm just saying, you know, the people may have gone out there, but the teams is going to be a strictly a business thing. They went and walked did a walkthrough over at the stadium yesterday. They'll do the media thing. They'll practice today. Um, tomorrow, I forget what it is they have tomorrow. And then Monday, they play the game. That's that's all. That's all. Well, we started this talking about the Hawks, and they, they did not perform well against the Lakers last night. We are going to have their Wednesday matchup, Hawks versus the Bucks, which is a team that they have traditionally. They'll up. get well. They'll get well against They'll the Bucks well for against some the Bucks. reason. Hold on. They play tomorrow, too. 
Well, they play tomorrow they when, play when they come back. Yeah, when, I was going to say. When they come back. Okay. When they come back. Um, yeah, they, they the do Bucks. have the Clippers tomorrow. We'll have that game for you right here at uh, 8.30. Well, actually, 8.30 pregame, tip at 9 o'clock. So, it's just the overall <sighs> thoughts about these guys in this West Coast trip and whether they're going to get things right or not. They need We're to get talk- a win. They come back and they get Milwaukee. It'll be like a dose of good medicine. Well, let's go down one level and talk about college basketball with Deshaun Tate. He's up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. game.com and we welcome on new daddy Deshaun Tate how you doing partner morning hello good morning to you guys I appreciate you per usual for having me on I know it's a uh it's a big week here in Georgia with all the good the good big football games and all that good stuff going on and I think the basketball team kind of handed them a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra confidence, if you will, with a big win see, earlier this week over see. a ranked team like Auburn. You see, yeah, he's doing it. He's got his tongue pressed mm. firmly in cheek and trying to give football some kind of praise, but always letting you know that a little bit, a little bit. He's, I'm just, <laughs> he's trying. Well, we sense the sarcasm. Go ahead, man. <laughs> we talked with you about this last week, the show. What, what has Georgia doing this, man? I mean, this is the team, basically a transfer portal team, but they've come together. And beating Auburn wakes a lot of people up. They bear what you they bear watching now in the conference. Yeah, 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 a little bit. You know, I think that uh, Auburn team by you know I don't think it'll probably surprise anybody, especially after losing the top three pick in, in Jabari Parker. Of course, credit to to Georgia for for taking care of Auburn, but you know, obviously Auburn's not the same team. You know, Auburn uh, is a, a little lacking a little bit up front uh, in the interior front court. And obviously they got a really good backcourt still, you know, returning, but um, you know, Georgia, that, that, that hairy dog was hunkering down uh, and, and they can be kind of scary sometimes, you know, in Athens, particularly, you know, just when you start to write them off, I know a couple consecutive years, Kentucky came into Athens and it wasn't so easy. Yes. Kentucky came away with the win uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Georgia won, you know, that game too. So, they got Florida up next. You got to beat who I think is the worst team in the SEC and your rival, your biggest rival being the Florida Gators. And right after that is another ranked team in Mississippi State who's more than winnable uh, game for them as well. So uh, we'll see what, what's up next for Georgia and how, how well uh, that this uh, current win uh, does for them moving forward. That's Deshaun Tate joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. It's almost like we're talking football a little bit here. You guys started talking about Auburn. <laughs> Auburn and, and Georgia. But don't get too don't get too carried away, Clark. Well, no, 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 no. What I was going to say, no, what I was going to say is George, Georgia once again is also looking up at that other team in the state. They're looking up at Alabama, who's sitting at eleven oh, yeah. two. And and talk about Alabama's that. A, a yeah, yeah. Alabama's a great team. I mean, you know, some of the biggest questions I've always had about you know Alabama um, and basketball is more so the fact that how disciplined will they be? They've got the talent. They've got the athletes. They can get up and down with any of the best in the in the country. And that's the reason why you've seen them win some of the games this year uh, the way that you have. And even dating back to last year, and Nate Oates has done a great job. I mean, I even give, you know, part of the credit, everybody talks about Brandon Miller, who's one of the most outstanding freshmen 
in the country if you haven't seen him play. Then we always talk about, you know, Drew Timmy at Gonzaga and Kehi Clark at Virginia and some of these guys that feel like they've been in college forever and ever and ever. Javon Quinterly, the, uh, one of the guards over there at Alabama, is another one of those names to add to that list. But I've been doing a little bit of work with one of the programs um, over here uh, called the Dickerson Celtics here in Atlanta, one of the AAU programs run by one of the best in DeMond Stevens. And uh, getting a chance to see one of the front starting front court players, which will probably remind you a little bit of a poor man's diet version of Al Horford, goes by the name of Noah Clowney. He's a true freshman for Alabama this year. And uh, he's really a, a big piece, uh, contributing piece to that team and why I think that between them and Arkansas, those are the two best teams in the SEC. Wow, wow, folks. We're getting that from Deshaun Tate this morning, who's joining us now on the waitforit.com hotline. And he is social. Always great to catch up with him. You can follow him on the Twitter, as he says, at Takes Takes Hoop, at Takes Take Hoops, uh, where basketball lives, as he will tell you. I think that's the rest of the slogan that he gets. And we got to make sure we get this tape. <laughs> and we got to make sure he gets a copy of this tape. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you talk about the top half right now uh, before the conferences, and we got one team that has something happen this week, Texas, coach, out. How does that affect the way yeah. things have started? Because they're off to a tremendous start. How does that impact that program? Yeah, big time. Um, you know, when you've got somebody like a coach like, you know, Chris Beard, who's obviously been really successful at Texas Tech, and then, you know, him uh, being an alum of Texas, and then, you know, when these unfortunate set of circumstances happen, it's kind of like, where do you go? Um, you know, there, there's, there's probably a good three or four teams uh, every year that I feel like is always really strong during the regular season and always give you these good feel-good stories and these high hopes of what they can be in the tournament, and they disappoint you. That being Tennessee, that being Illinois. Uh, another one is is Texas, uh, and they've obviously got a really good team this year. They've got some big wins already on the season. One disappointing loss to Illinois, ironically, uh, but they've got more wins in their future, and a lot of people expected them after seeing them this season to be one of those teams that's going to contend for a national championship. And if you only named about three, four, or five teams that could do it this year, uh, they would be have been one of those teams. Probably helps with the Final Four being in Houston in their own backyard as well. This hurts them big time. This sets them back big time, in my opinion. By the way, they've got outstanding recruits coming in mm. going forward over the course of the next year or two, and that's going to hurt them as well. Will though, will they still remain though? remain uh, recruits of Texas? Will they decide to go elsewhere uh, and decommit? Uh, or, or who's going to be the next coach? Maybe that they can keep everything intact to a degree. Uh, but that, that, that's a big-time miss for the Texas Longhorns not getting a chance to get Chris, keeping Chris Beard around. You know, Sean, some people are saying that the Big 12 is the better basketball conference. Are you buying that right now? I know you look at the rankings, and there are a lot of people there. TCU is there. Baylor's there. Um, you know, so the, the teams are watching, obviously Kansas, but, but, uh, are you buying the fact that they may be the best college basketball conference this season? I, I think so. I think so. Uh, you know, like you said, you got, you, you got some really good media or quote unquote mediocre teams. And then some of the teams that are, you expect to be bad have been pretty good. I mean, Oklahoma's at the bottom of the conference, you know, and they're not the worst team I've ever seen. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, Texas Tech is somewhere really close to the bottom, and they're one of the toughest teams you're ever going to see in college basketball. If you love just watching team basketball and, and teams are just going to go out there and just, you know, grind it out and muck it up and just rebound and play hard every single night, some of the issues that the people have with the NBA sometimes, the guys don't go out there and play hard every night. You watch some Big 12 basketball, particularly in Texas Tech, 
Maybe they don't have a lot of names out there to throw at you that you may know, but you're going to find some of the best basketball being played. We just talked about Texas. Oklahoma State is not easy in Gallagher Iba Arena uh, in Stillwater. Baylor, who's the you know uh, you know won a national championship in the last two years, is there. TCU under Jamie Dixon is surprising a lot of people. The list goes on and on and on. How is Kansas State 13 and only one loss? I have no idea how that's happening. They've got the best conference in the country right now, and I think it's really hard to disagree with it. This is Deshante joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. All right, this hurts my heart, and, and you know, it's been six seasons. We hope this would turn out much better, <laughs> but it's another example yeah. of this superstar getting into the coaching ranks and just not being able to get the team to play the way he used to play, and I'm talking about Patrick Ewing. 25 straight as far as Big East losses. The record is what it yeah. is. It's like 73 and 95. He just didn't seem to get his message across or, or be the person that Georgetown needed. And are you looking at the end of this season as his departure or, you know, what what will happen next with Patrick Ewing in your mind? I would imagine so. I think it's, I think it's a little overdue in my personal opinion. Um, you know, I understand that Big John ain't walking through that door anymore. I also understand that Little John ain't walking through that door anymore either. It appears like they haven't really been uh, very relevant since then. I think one thing that kind of helped um, Patrick Ewing a little bit is, you know, year before last winning the uh, Big East Conference Tournament to get him an automatic bid to the NCAA Tournament. Um, Did I anticipate that he would have this secure of a job, uh, job security at this point still? No. I don't think they won a Big East game. I don't think they've won a Big East game, if I'm not mistaken, since like March of 2021, somewhere in that range. That's really, really, really bad. And it doesn't give me a good feeling that it's going to happen anytime soon either. Um, you know, I, I think they're going to need a little bit more than, you know, Ryan Matumbo. I know the last name probably sounds very familiar to a lot of people. Uh, Victor Murasan. How about that last name? These are all guys that are big men that play under. Uh, uh, Patrick Ewing in, George, in Georgetown. So definitely not the institution or the program that it used to be. Uh, I, I, I don't really get a good feeling that Patrick Ewing is going to have enough time to turn things around there. Oh, well, uh, Listen, before we let you go, I want to ask both of you guys a question. Yeah, man. Both of you. And okay. I, I give you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you in on me doing one of these insignificant tidbits. <laughs> but on this day, on yeah. this day, 1927 was the first game of the Harlem Globetrotters. They started, really? They started on this day. Question is, who's your favorite Globetrotter? Um, ooh, I want to say Curly. Um, well, that's mine. Yes, who I was going to say too. Mm, yeah. I think I, I'm, I might have to go. I might have to go with Curly on this yeah. one. Too hard to argue. <laughs> Curly Neal. Yeah, I got to go with Curly. Cur- yeah, I got to go with Curly on that one. Yeah, metal arc running things, but Curly, you you waited to see Curly get the ball in his oh, hands. Oh man, just thought. Oh, <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. And, and 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 nobody cared that he was bald. This is long before this is twenty oh, yeah, years man. before Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, you know, man. and everybody's being bald, but him and I think it was him and 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 Yule Brenner. It was the only bald folks you saw. <laughs> uh, hey, Deshaun, man, listen, appreciate it as always. It's your time of year, so we're going to be talking to you again soon. Indeed, I appreciate you guys. Hey, one quick thing. Make sure that you go and do your part and subscribe to that podcast, the best Atlanta Hawks, all Hawks podcast out there. Anywhere you find your favorite pod, nothing but Ness, Deshaun Tate and Caleb Johnson. Appreciate you guys. That was nice. Yeah, you have to tee it up for him. I know it. Eh, see, Saint, you know, he knows what's going on. He's got it all going on. Ah, it's Deshaun Tate joining us here. We are moving toward the uh, 9 o'clock. Ten, see, I did it again. That's fine, number one. Yikes. 11 o'clock hour. <laughs> 
11 o'clock hour. Going to be talking uh, Falcons. Obviously, some more thoughts on DeMar Hamlin, but uh, Falcons get ready to shut uh, shut down their season, if you will. But we have a special guest coming on that is connected with the TCU program. All right. Yeah. Oh, we go. No, not now. I'm saying later on. Well, at the possibly top of the, hour. the top of the hour. Yeah. Top yeah. Of the hour. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I'm just. Te- I'm just. I was going to tease that. There. I okay. didn't give a name out. I just. Just okay. teasing it there. Okay. <laughs> but up next, you want to do this one so you make sure no, I, didn't, I didn't mess it up. No, go ahead. Well, you know the guy. No, go ahead. Go Holy. Ahead. Yeah. Mr. Harvey is going to join us. You've been watching the coverage from Cincinnati outside the hospital as uh, Demar Hamlin just gets better and better. It's not happening quick enough for us, but it's still getting better and better in the good news there. Well, the guy who's been reporting is going to join us. He is up next. Coley Harvey from Cincinnati. Join the Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning. Nine floors up in the Kia Studios um, on this first Saturday of a new year. And, and, and of the first yes. week of a new year, and what a yes. what a week uh, it has been. It has been. You want. Know, you want. Know, <laughs> it's funny you say that. Do you know what happened on this date? And it's imagine how things the past have something to do or connection to present day events. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. On this day, yeah, ninety seven. A name we all know, Newt Gingrich. Okay, was narrowly, narrowly. Reelected as Speaker of the House. And we just went through. That's that. what I'm saying. It's just funny that it's imagine how things happen the way they do. Narrowly. Is our guest ready? Uh, we're working on. We're, oh, he's there. Crenshaw? He's there. Right. Man, I'm telling you, and we got some time. We just got a window of time to spend. And with I want to thank man. you for doing this because well, you're the one who, 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 well, who got well, this. I, well, I want to thank him for doing this because well, we, he, we're going to do he's that. A, he's, a, he's a busy man right now, but he's one of our home folks and really proud of this guy. And the work that he's doing, and people have been watching him up in Cincinnati since Monday night. Coley Harvey uh, from Atlanta, but introduced to the nation Monday and, night. But doing doing uh, doing tremendous work. Uh, welcome, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game, and uh, good morning. Morning, man. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Well, we are we we're very excited to talk to you. And and do you you think about it? Obviously, the days have kind of run together for you. Um, you've been you've been the face. You've been the face. We've watched the majority of the time out there in Cincinnati, covering covering this case and giving us updates on on Demar Hamlin. My question, though, as you sit here on Saturday morning, what are your thoughts when you think back to being assigned this job and the feedback that you got after your first couple reports, knowing who you were talking to, meaning the country in a way that I don't know you haven't before. Um, well, uh, it's, it's kind of a heavy question because, uh, I, fortunately I can't say that I was assigned this story. Um, uh, like so many of us who have been covering this, I was, uh, at the stadium, uh, that night I was assigned covering the, the game itself. And, you know, the, the whole goal was for me to have a, a just nice little sidebar on whatever the big story from the end of the football game itself was. And, um, Unfortunately, uh, 8.55 p.m. Eastern on Monday night, that uh, those plans changed. And we have all been um, at ESPN have been so focused on 
you know, providing the right context and details and, and everything that we can to this ever-changing story. Um, and uh, so I, I, I wish that I could say that I was assigned a really uh, nice story. And, and right now we, we've got uh, what appears to be a nice uh, uh, trending in the right uh, nice direction. But, um, but no, I was, I, I was not assigned well, then Coley, then, then... Uh, in that way. Uh, what, what I will say, what I will also say, you, you mentioned uh, the feedback. I, I, I've gotten a little, I've gotten my share of feedback from, from people I've worked with and worked for. And, um, and it's, it's been really nice to, to hear some of the comments they've made. Um, but again, this is so much more about the, the person who is inside this hospital that I'm sitting outside of right now, because he's still in the ICU, even though there's been progress made, he's, He's still in the ICU, and, and I think it's important that we highlight that. And, and and Coley, we will. But, again, Coley Harvey joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And because we're getting regular updates, every time there is a need for one, there seems to be on, on multiple channels, of course, ESPN there. But the reason I ask you that is because I think our audience is interested and curious about how that played out. Okay, so you laid it out. You weren't specifically yeah. You weren't specifically assigned to go to the hospital. You were there for the game. But at what point during the game do you start getting calls and other or ESPN reporters about, okay, we're going to do this? How does that play out? How do you find out and yeah. of the other people that are there? Where do you get fanned out to? Who makes that call? And how long after the, the hit did this happen? Oh, man, uh, it happened quickly in, in many ways. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sitting there in the press box. We, I, I didn't see the play live. I saw the aftermath. I saw, you know, people running onto the field. I, just, I guess I just kind of looked down when the play was going on. And so immediately I looked to the, uh, to the TVs in the press box to see the replay, and that's when I noticed, like the rest of America, that ESPN went straight to the commercial break and then, of course, came back out with the two replays of the play itself, and that's when – we in the press box knew something very serious was going on. We didn't know exactly how serious. And so you're trading text messages, phone calls, uh, back and forth. And it wasn't just ESPN. Every outlet that was in the building that night, whether it was the uh, the Cincinnati Enquirer, the Athletic, um, uh, you know, the uh, the Buffalo News, whoever. I mean, you were you were having those same conversations with your editors and producers. And for my producer who I was working with that night, um, I mean, he and I just pretty much jumped up along with our Bengals reporter for ESPN, Ben Baby. Ben Baby was the first person who got to the hospital, uh, so credit to him. But uh, but we jumped up probably, I would say, 20 minutes later, we were in an Uber from the stadium. It took us a while to, to kind of walk out to where we needed to, to meet the Uber. But, um, yeah, 20 minutes later, we're in an Uber, get to the hospital. Um, took a while, actually, for our camera uh, to get to us because – his equipment was near the Buffalo Bills locker room. It just happened to be put there before the game started. And by the time we all got down to the tunnel to try to, you know, get that equipment, um, you've got uh, you've got that meeting going on between uh, Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, and, and Bengals head coach Zach Taylor and the referees. I was standing right there as that was going on. I, I could see it, you know, 30 feet away. Um, and because that meeting was going on, we couldn't cross the tunnel to get to our equipment. So, it took our camera guy a while to get there, but he eventually did. And when he got there, uh, we set up and we started describing whatever we could. And next thing you know, we look up and we see this guy get out of a vehicle. We say, that's Stefan Diggs. And sure enough, it was. I ran over to, uh, to try to see if I could talk to him. But I could before I even tried to think of asking a question, I could tell he was still very much broken up. And so I put my arm around him and I said, hey, man, I'm really sorry that you guys had to witness that. Um, and 
then he just basically told me, you know, how frustrating it was to, to be feeling this and, um, and that he just, he needed to get in this building. He needed to see his teammate. He needed to see his brother. And, um, you know, I know it's been mentioned on social media after I mentioned it on air, but I talked to a police officer who was outside doing his job um, and had to convince the man that this was actually Stefan Diggs, the teammate of this man who was just brought here. And, um, you know, and Diggs, Diggs ended up getting inside. So uh, a crazy, crazy night. That was just the beginning of what has been um, a really long week, but a week that I'm hopeful that uh, in, the, in the coming days we'll have an even better outcome from. Folks, we're spending time this uh, morning on WaitForIt.com Outline. Pleased to hear from Atlanta's own uh, Coley Harvey, who is uh, there doing yeoman's work this week. ESPN. You just went to cover the game. You've had to stay for a while. You have to go shopping? <laughs> I actually I actually have not, Sam. Uh, what's wild is um, so I, I'm familiar with Cincinnati because I, I covered the – I Ben Baby, who I just referenced, our, our Bengals reporter for ESPN, I had that job. Uh, several years ago, I covered the Bengals uh, for three seasons, um, and uh, so I know this city really well. I still have a lot of friends here, and a couple of nights ago, I, I ran out of clothes. You know, thankfully, I packed a couple extra days' worth, but I ran out of clothes, and um, I called up a buddy of mine who lives here, and, and he was real gracious to allow me to come over late after I finished my last live shot that night, and um, I was able to do laundry, so... I'm wearing the same clothes, just in different, you know, patterns and order. But uh, but we've got clean clothes on today. That's a good sign. Coley, <laughs> because of your visibility this past week, have you noticed that there is a trust that comes to you when you have approached people to ask questions, maybe the the, the family members? Uh, it seems like you're getting information from from some areas that maybe others aren't. And and again, this week you have been very very visible and again, I'm just curious are you you know, the family members feeling comfortable coming up and talking to you if you've had that opportunity or just staff at the hospital? Yeah, well, well certainly not the staff at the hospital. They're 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 doing their jobs and making sure they're protecting their private or their their patients' privacy and and whatnot, and um, and that's uh, that's to be expected. As for the family, though, yeah, I, I I would I would say that there has been a level of trust that's been earned there, um, and I, you know I don't know exactly what it is. I would like to think that it it's because of our um, our reporting. You know, we I, I set a standard for myself as soon as I realized how serious this issue was uh, Monday night that we had to treat this. This wasn't a football player. This was a human being that was on the ground in a situation that could have been the worst situation we've maybe ever seen in professional sports or, or uh, at least in recent memory in professional sports. And so um, I knew that I needed to paint the story of this family of, uh, you know, going through this and, and how we can, how we can help them out. And, uh, and, and I don't know, I, I, I think maybe some of the coverage that we had in those first couple of days, maybe they, they felt like, they could talk to us. They've also talked to other outlets as well. You know, I, I want to make that clear. Uh, but I do feel like there is a, an established trust with, with some of the people that I've talked to uh, while doing this story. And, um, and uh, you know, that, that's also a journalist's job. You know, you, you try to, to be honest and good and, and forthright and, and upfront with the people that you're working for, in a sense. Uh, you know, they are part of your viewing, viewing public as well or reading public as well. A listening public, and um, and so I'm I'm very fortunate that we've been able to have the uh, the connections that we've had to, to to break some of the news that we have. But you know, again, it, to me, it's not about any of that. It, it's about making sure that 
we keep hearing the positive progress for DeMar Hamlin and that, um, you know, that we will hopefully see him leave this hospital sometime soon. Coley, do you stop for a minute to think about the impact your work is having just on the ordinary person? Obviously, they're watching and they're, um, you know, waiting for any information you have. But to have people react the way they've done for his GoFundMe, because everyone's sitting there helpless and can't do anything. They're seeing his teammates, these big, strong men who are helpless. And we tune in for something different. We tune in just to enjoy a sporting event. And we feel helpless, but people found something they could do. That's a remarkable part of this story. It really is. Um, I, I've i been blown away. I, I remember I didn't even know anything about the GoFundMe Monday night because I was so locked in on, um, you know, getting the details here at the hospital. Um, so, you know, that, that just – that wasn't even something that was on my radar. And Tuesday morning as I was early Tuesday morning, I didn't get in. I actually did not sleep at all Monday night. Um, so early Tuesday morning, about 5 a.m. as I'm uh, really getting my day going uh, to head back to the hospital. Um, that's where I first saw the tweets about this GoFundMe. And I think the initial tweet said that it was like at 900,000 uh, in those what, four hours or whatever it had been. And by the point I saw it, it was almost 5 million. Um, yeah, we'll add a couple more on there. That's where it's at now. Yeah, yeah, it's at, it's at eight million now. I mean, it, this yeah. is on, this is remarkable. This, but this is this is why this is human beings. You know, this is us being decent to one another. And that is the reason I want to I want to say this to you because I don't think you are really acknowledging and, and and that's fine. But we're gonna acknowledge it. You're a young man. So what grown folks have been saying this week, as we have watched you in in, in a way that I'm sure you didn't expect when you woke up that morning is that this country came together in a way I mean you put everything everything aside Sam said this earlier it didn't matter who you voted for what gender you are what color you are it didn't matter across the board people had the same sort of internal feeling about what they witnessed and by the way it helped that it was on national TV on a Monday night a standalone game this isn't some game that took place in the bevy of games on Sunday America was watching, and I have heard connections to saying that that coverage and the people that gravitated toward the TV and they talk about the ratings was similar to those first hours after 9-11 because it was across the board, and you, sir, were the ones, at least initially, because ESPN called the game, you were that voice that everybody heard, and your presence, your calmness, your concise understanding of where you were but also in the way you provided the information was not lost on this country and a lot of people we got producers that are coming here talking about how you killed it during this 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 coverage this year that were their words in other words the the great job that you did in this particular situation and again this unfortunate incident brought people together in a way that you know and sports does that too a lot. But you were that voice, man. You were you were that guy. Yeah. And I, I just hope you realize that and how comforting you were to the people who were not feeling comfort at that point. And I just I, I don't no. know, Sam, you probably would have said it better than me, but does that pretty much crystallize your thoughts no. too at night? Very much, very much, man. And we're just uh the fact yeah, that you're a product well, of the area, well, we're very proud of what you're doing. Well, I I will say I, I appreciate the uh those sentiments for sure. Um, I think some of it for me is, you know, I'm still so very much in this. This is far from complete um, for this family. And, 
so my my thoughts are not so much on on that i i'm if if we were able to provide as a company with with our coverage that level of comfort for for people um I'm glad to know that um because again it is about expressing the humanity that's within this particular story as I said earlier this isn't about a football player this is about a human being a man um who uh who's trying to get back to being his old self you know um well we we hope that too so Corey. thank you for thank you for those words. no you're absolutely right and listen you you're doing and your focus is exactly where it needs to be we just have this opportunity to say this to you so we realize you're there still doing your job uh, uh on, on a on a great level too so uh again mr crenshaw I'll let you say it, but I want to thank you for the job that you have done this week and, and providing the information that you have and from a fellow broadcaster. And speaking for the ones that I've been around, they all echo the same thing. Yeah, uh, your hometown product, man. Really proud of you. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing, and we're watching watching the wonderful work you're doing. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And uh, I can't wait to get to Atlanta again at some point, hopefully sometime, uh, sometime this the next couple of weeks and months, we'll get a chance to get back. Yeah, on. and we can actually talk some sports, too. Yeah. Get you on here and talk some sports. Yeah, yeah. All right, you got it. Yeah, Coley, absolutely. Coley Harvey joining us here from ESPN, joining Sam and Greg here. Can move it into the 9 o'clock hour. Oh, we might have another special. 9 o'clock. I did it, too. I go. I know. This is our sixth thing. Yeah. 11 o'clock hour. That's the second fight of the day. You got one. I got two. I got one, yeah. All right. Well, we have a possible special guest up next as we all get ready for Monday night's national championship game. Also going to talk some – some pro football, too, and uh, some other stuff. We're just getting ready for today's action. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.